is Kristen Gilman. Kristen is a player on the LPGA golf tour. She was born and raised in Austin, Texas, where she played high school golf at Lake Travis and won a full scholarship to University of Alabama. She was a first team All-American each year. She's a two-time winner of the U.S. Women's Amateur and second in the 2019 Rookie of the Year race. Welcome, Kristen. excited to have someone, first of all, who has found purpose in her life and and different things that she does, but she also has different, you know, passions that drive her. And that's what our our show is all about is people with passion and people with purpose. So Kristen, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Well, Kristen, okay. I want to know a little bit more about you. I know about you. So tell me a little bit about you're born and raised in Austin, Texas. Are you at home very much? I'm at home like half the year, but I also have like an apartment, not at like I live also not with my parents. So I'm like, I have my parents half the time I'm here by myself half the time, and then but in Austin, like half the year and then usually travel. Yeah, yeah. living in Austin, uh, growing up there, you've seen probably a lot of changes there. I know you went to, I think it was Lake Travis High School. And so just how the boom has changed Austin and changed golf to some degree uh, with all the golf courses that have gone on out in the Austin area. Tell us a little bit about, I know that you were a swimmer first, yeah, right? Yeah, I basically did every sport growing up, but swimming was like my main one. I did it until like sixth grade maybe, but then I stopped mm-hmm. doing it because I got tired of going from golf practice to swim practice and go back to golf practice and I was all wet. <laughs> I just didn't like that. So then I, I, you know, I had to like pick one sport, but I kind of got into golf because my dad played it growing up. Um, he never uh-huh. played too competitive. They just played it for fun. And our high school, like Travis is really good at basically all sports. And so he had the mindset if he got his daughters into golf then we would be able to play a sport in high school but then almost turned ended up that our golf team at Lake Travis was one of the best teams right so, <laughs> kind of funny how that worked out so he, my dad got me and my sisters into golf when we were younger just so we could do something in high school and have a sport to play um and so I think we definitely exceeded his expectations of whenever we actually ended up being pretty good at golf <laughs> that's awesome so your sister's a golfer as well yeah, my older sister, she played golf at Nebraska. And then my little sister, she just played a little bit growing up, but she was more of a dancer and um, didn't take as much of a golf route as we did. We understand that. I know I met your dad. He and your mom are a big part of you know why you got involved with golf. Tell me a little bit about golf, though. He enjoyed playing, so you enjoyed playing with him. I'd like to just talk to you a little bit about you know what golf has taught you, not only as just an athlete, but as a person. Yeah, I feel like golf has taught me so much. I think that's one of sports, like when you're younger, that you always have, you're playing with adults or having adult instructors. And so I feel like it's one of the sports that really matures you quicker. And so I think that golf Mm -hmm. has taught me a lot and just taught me how to be a good competitor since it's such a individual sport. But then also when you're playing in high school and college, that can be such a team sport. But since it is an individual sport, it kind of teaches you how to be competitor and be happy for those who do end up beating you. But also like you have that drive in you that you also do want to be the best and end up winning. So um, I think it's taught me a lot and just really matured me at a young age. Yeah, I, I think that's true. Just growing up around, you know, working around golfers and things like that. One of the things that I've seen is that really the mental part of the game is probably 80 percent 
of the of the competition. Tell me a little bit about that because when you know just the little bit that I've seen of it, it a lot of times people are really good golfers, but if they their head around the game and what they're doing is probably just as important as the drive that they that they shoot, right? So tell me a little bit about the mental game of golf. Yeah, I think the mental game is I think technique is important, but I think mental game is almost just as important because if you don't have yourself in the right mindset or just when playing, then it's just hard to compete. And so it's just one of those things where you hope that most of your shot's good, but the reality of it is that most shots that you do hit isn't what the, the type of shot that you're trying to hit. So you just have to have that good uh, mental toughness and just kind of know that you're going to hit bad shots and that's okay. And so you're just going to have to after you hit it, you can get mad, but then get over it before you hit your next shot is basically. Yeah. Um, so you're hitting your next shot with like a clean slate, but definitely definitely challenges your mental toughness. Yeah, I think that's a, a good way to put it because I think that's life, right? Life isn't always going to be the same way every day and keep getting up and keep fighting for it because some days aren't as good as others, right? <laughs> so, well, I, I want to talk a little bit about your your journey from high school at Lake Travis and then your journey to when you, you got a full ride to the University of Alabama. Did you graduate early from University of Alabama? Yeah, I played there for two and a half years, but I ended up finishing my degree in three years. Wow. That's very impressive. I'm, I might take seven or nine years, so that's awesome. Good for you. A lot of summer school, a lot of winter classes, but I was able to get it done. So, Well, good for you. Congratulations on that. That's a big achievement. Congratulations. Tell me a little bit then. I know golf is a big part of it, and you play on the LPGA Tour, and you have different tournaments. How has COVID this past year affected the tournaments and affected your psyche about golf and what you do every day? Yeah, I think COVID, because um, our, our, in last year in February, we were supposed to, we were in Australia and after that we were supposed to go to Asia. And so I feel like I kind of, well, like our tour, we started talking about COVID before people in America started talking about COVID since we were about to go to Asia and it was so bad. At right. Uh, we're in Australia where I flew there and next week we're supposed to, next three weeks we're supposed to be in Asia. And then they just sent an email saying those three tournaments are canceled. So you're in Australia and you're like, Oh, I have no flight anywhere. I don't know what to do. <laughs> so you end up flying home and then it's just a waiting game of, Oh, we'll stop for a couple weeks and then, then they'll start back again. And so then it's just a waiting game. But I mean, it definitely, I feel like during that time it was good because I was able to be at home, be with my family, just kind of have that time to just kind of wrap your head around everything that was going on. But it was definitely tough. Uh, I think we had like six months off for the LPGA. So it's tough, like not competing since you're so, so used to it. I don't think I've ever had right. that big of a break before. It was definitely a, I guess you can say much needed break. Also just kind of get your mental game back, just like reset. And so um, it was, it was good being able to be at home with family during that time. Yeah, that's great. I think one of the things you told me before is that you're working out uh, a little bit more because you had so much time off that you're doing actually more work in the gym than maybe before because you've had so much time off and that's been a difference for you as well. Yeah, I kind of, it definitely brought out just like different hobbies, I guess you can say. Like me and my sisters, we all bought like an inflatable kayak. So we would go kayaking out like on the river and stuff. And so it was, your, it was just kind of got your mind going of what else should I do besides just golf to kind of like kill the time and just kind of right. uh, stay fall being outside and everything. Yeah, I think there's, a, you know, as bad as the uh, COVID has affected businesses and you as a player and, and people's lives, I think that there, there are blessings in every every situation. So b- being able to spend more time with family and friends, 
I guess is is part of that that silver lining of that blessing of of the shutdown to some degree. I, I want to do I do want to talk to you. One of the things when we were talking when we before you came as a partner in Team Veritex Golf, we talked about what you're passionate about. And one of the things you told us is that you know your mission trips that you've done in the past and FCA and First Tee. And so I'd like to talk to you about what drives you to have that passion and just tell us a little bit how you got involved and how how that's affected your life. Yeah, I'll start off with First Tee. I think First Tee, I'm really passionate about that because I did a couple of things like with First Tee when I was younger, but I was fortunate enough to where my parents were able to get me on golf courses and get me golf supplies. But I know there's so many kids out there who aren't fortunate enough to get some golf clubs, get golf clothes, just have a place to practice. And so um, the First Tee is great for getting younger kids into golf. And I think that's really important to get kids into golf at a young age and kind of get them to just love the game and uh, have fun with their friends. Cause I feel like there's so many that they can, so much that they can learn from just playing with friends and just being a part of that program. And so I think that the first tee is doing a great job. And so that's why I'm very passionate about that. At First Tee Greater Dallas, we build experiences that build character because this is what you carry with you to everything you do. And we believe all kids deserve to feel excited to grow, safe to try something new, and better equipped for whatever comes at them next. We do this by helping them develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. We do this with coaches who help them navigate the course, but more importantly, mentors who guide them through new challenges. We are opening access to the game, access to guided personal growth, because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Each of our stories have created impact, and combined, it has brought Dallas where it is today. Let's write this next chapter together. Go to www.firsttdallas.org. Welcome back to the show. I'm here with Kristen Gilman today. We talked about your mission trips that you've done in the past and FCA. With FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, when I got to Alabama, I was just in a new place. I was always strong in my faith, but just new place and new people. I just didn't really know anyone. So some girls on the golf team introduced me to FCA because uh, they usually meet once a week. And so they're like, Hey, just come along. And I really like coach Kramer is the head of FCA. Him and I got along really well. I was able to meet a lot of good friends through there. And so I started getting involved in that more. FCA also does like some smaller Bible studies throughout the week. And so I was able to get involved those kind of get deeper connection with some other people, um, a part of that program. And uh, I was able to go on three mission trips. I didn't go this past year because of COVID, but I went the three years before that. And right. uh, we Costa Rica and kind of brought, I think two of our, two of our trips were football related. The other one was baseball, but we had a variety of different athletes going. And so we just went there and brought them uh, athletic supplies, kind of just loved on them and kind of taught them how, how we play football or baseball or whatever, whatever one we are there for. And um, just kind of just show them how much we love them. And then at the end, share about our faith and just kind of tell them why, why we're there. And so I feel like mm-hmm. those really good experiences for me. I've always wanted to go on a mission trip. And so with how passionate I was with FCA, it was great to be able to incorporate both a- athletics and my faith into something like that. 
Yeah, I think that's great. I think it's something that gives you some passion about your purpose is, you know, you for a living, you play golf, but you also have, you know, a life and a faith about you that drives you to share that with others. So thank you for doing that. And thank you for sharing that, that time with, with others. I think that's a purposeful event in everyone's life. I do want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, you're a young woman, and I'd like to ask you a, a question about what advice would you give to other young women who maybe not just for golf, but are thinking about a professional athlete, you know, career, what, what advice would you give to them as they're starting out? Yeah, I think that every day is getting better. I think just being a woman in just the business world, uh, I feel like that's something that's very powerful because I feel like we women, whatever we set our minds to that we can most likely achieve it because I feel like we are very determined. And so I just say, just, whatever you have your mind to just don't let whatever anyone else says or thinks just affect that and just kind of go out there and try to achieve your dreams that you've set and kind of do that for yourself and not trying to please anyone else and just kind of chasing those dreams that you've always had. Growing up, I really looked up to Annika Sorensen because I really liked how she, she just dominated women's golf really and so I thought that was really cool and you could tell out there that she always had a good attitude um, people enjoyed playing with her and so that's someone that I kind of looked up to and I'm hoping that I can be a role model like that to younger girls um, playing I mean sometimes even just whenever I'm practicing in Austin I'll have some of the dads of these younger girls come up to me and be like, Oh, my daughter really loves you and all that stuff. And I'm like, it t- kind of takes me back. Cause I don't like think of myself <laughs> as someone they look up to. And I remember, I think it was like a year or two ago, my dad, I can't remember where he was, but he had this a girl's dad came up to him and was like, my daughter like really looks up to Kristen. She's been looking at all her scores from back when she was like 10 and 11, like what she would shoot and like comparing her scores to Kristen's scores. And she's like, dad, I want to be Kristen. Like if I was her. <laughs> I was <laughs> that was funny because I was like, I, I mean, I, I think I was good at 10, 11, but I definitely wasn't. I wasn't one of the golfers, especially in Texas. And so I think it's funny whenever little girls like that um, kind of look up to me as a role model, because it's so easy to forget that you have people looking up to you. And so I think that's one another important reason just kind of keep your head up and have a positive attitude and just like how you act on the golf course, because you never know who's watching and who's looking up to you. And so you kind of want to be that positive role model for all the younger girls and everyone else watching you. Yeah. I think, you know, one of the things you're saying is that is you have somewhat of a responsibility to to be um, a good role model. It's not your job, but it's part of who you are. And it's noticeable by the a way that you, you know, the work that you get back through your uh, FCA or through First Tee, that that's important to you to give back. So thank you for doing that. I'm going to ask you, what are you hopeful for in your career? I mean, you're, you're, you're young. You've got a lot to look forward to. What are you hopeful for in your career? Yeah, I mean, everyone always says they want to be the post player. So, I mean, obviously, I want to be I want to be the best that I can be. And hopefully that can be the best player. But hopefully get a couple wins, get a couple major wins. But really, just in my career, I want to make sure that um, I'm giving an op- I'm given an opportunity that most people don't have. And so I just want to make sure that I really enjoy that and take that in because, I mean, this is kind of like a once in a lifetime experience that not many people right. get get. get playing on the LPGA. And so, um, I just want to look at the end of my, when I get to the end of my career, just look back and be like, I really did enjoy every second of it. And I was able to make some good friends through it. And then hopefully have a few wins in there also. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. No, it's funny you say it because I watched uh, the other day, I was watching um, on HBO, the, the Tiger special. And one of the uh, interviews, he they asked him, well, what are you, what are you, why are you playing? He goes, I want to be the best. Whether you agree with him or not, I thought that was pretty profound. I mean, he's doing it for a reason, right? He, that's what drove him is to be the best. Now you can argue what that looks like, but I think most people in business, most people in school, most people in a lot, they, they want to be the best at something, no matter what that venue is in their career. Right. So congratulations to you, Kristen. I mean, I think that's awesome. So when you, when you think about it, you kind of said that, you know, what you want to be remembered for when someone asked, Hey, Kristen Gillen was on the LPGA. What do you want someone to say about you on that tour? What would be something that would make you go, I help someone or I touch someone's life in a positive way? Yeah, I think just being a good, a good competitor and just being someone that people enjoy playing with because I feel like I just want to be remembered as just being a good person and not letting golf like get the best of me because it's like it's so easy right. for it to just let it get the best of you. But I just hope that I can make a positive impact on the tour and the people that I'm playing with and I can kind of be remembered as this positive light that um, was like brought to the LPGA. Oh man, made my day. Uh, I think that's amazing. Uh, I, I do. I think it's amazing. It's, and you can be a competitor and still have compassion. And uh, I'm so excited that you're on our team and Veritex is proud to have you be an ambassador for us and have someone of your character and integrity to work with. And we wish you nothing but the very best, Kristen. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Yes, thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.